You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh all week long. Those balls have gotten you into trouble, though. Oh, you yeah. They picked us because we're horny. Yeah. Right. And that's your chronic state. That's 24-7. My life has changed so much that it's almost like a completely different life. From the latest news on The Real Housewives. I'm so happy to be here and engage with you. Deep dives into celebrity legal scandals and unfiltered convos with your favorite stars. I've got you covered. And yes, I always keep receipts. What's going on, everybody? Welcome on in. Welcome on in. Welcome on in. Happy Monday. I hope you had a wonderful weekend. I had quite the eventful weekend, and I cannot wait to break down all of the Coachella tea, all the scoop from over the weekend. We have like a new relationship update with one of the Vanderpump Rules people, one of the Scandal people. Okay, it's Ariana. We have a relationship update on Ariana, which is wild. We have an update on Rachel, a.k.a. Raquel. We know where she's staying in her mental health facility. We've got a lot. I got to meet Jacques from the Unpopular podcast. Um, yeah, it was it was quite, quite the eventful weekend. So hopefully you enjoyed yourself. Hopefully you are ready because I'm coming to Philly next week. I'm going to be at City Winery in Philadelphia next Next Thursday, April 27th, you can get your tickets now at nofilterlive.com. Go to nofilterlive.com. There you can also get tickets to my big 30th birthday bash. I'm doing a very special live taping of the No Filter with Zach Peter podcast with Lala Kent and some very other special guests. Get your tickets at nofilterlive.com. It'll be on June 15th. I believe tickets are like selling fast. Um, So... Get your tickets, guys. April April 27th in Philly, and then um, I'm going to be in L.A., or why well, I live in L.A., but I'm doing my big 30th birthday bash. We have our meet-and-greet VIPs. We have our classic tickets. It's going to be a fun show, so even if you're not able to get VIP, it's okay. The show itself is going to be fun. The Bourbon Room is such an incredible venue. You'll get to hang with me and see Lala and some of our other very special guests. I've been chatting with, with lots of other content creators and other Bravo lebs and Bravo stars and Peacock stars that are going to be in attendance, so it'll be a very fun night. And then we also have an ultra VIP option that comes with a very special brunch the next morning. Uh, it's a hangover brunch. So while we're nursing our hangovers and celebrating my birthday, we're going to keep the party going the next morning after the show back at the bourbon room. I was I had a meeting with them and like we were planning the menu and, you know, we're trying to make sure it it's brunchy, but also has a lot of like my favorite items. So get ready for that. It's going to be great. The show is being put on by Pure Cane, so I'm so grateful to have Pure Cane as a partner. You know, I've been working with them for years. They're my favorite all-natural, zero-calorie zero sweetener. Um, I'm also excited that this year's pre-party is going to be hosted by BioRay. I love BioRay. You see me put the droppers in my water, in my coffee. I do liver lover. I do mind focus. I do... Um, they have the new teen line that I've been using, Life is Peachy, Uh which I like to, you know, just make sure I have a little pep in my step. I know that they have the teen line and the adult line, but sometimes I like to take the little teen line too. I like to feel young and youthful, even though I'm turning 30. But get your tickets now. Go to nofilterlive.com, nofilterlive.com for a no filter night out with the Bra Bros and a no filter night out with Lala Kent and surprise guests at both shows. So stay tuned. Okay. So we, like I said, we have some Vanderpump tea that we're going to get to um, and 
I guess just like other reality TV pop culture scoop that we'll get to in just a second. But I wanted to give you guys an update on like my night out with Jacques. So Jacques Peterson, who you guys know, has been on this podcast many times. I do his podcast all the time. We do he does my members only on YouTube. I do his Patreon. So he came to L.A. from Australia. He's in town visiting in L.A., possibly moving to L.A. I don't know. I'm trying to convince him to actually move out here. But Anyway, so I met him a few days ago. He came on, he came over and we like had some coffee on the roof and like just kind of hung out for a bit while the pup was napping. The pup's napping now. Hi, Sky. Got a bit of a tummy ache today. I sent him to my mother's for the night so that I can hang out with Jacques. Or actually, she volunteered to keep him while I hung out with Jacques. Um, and then she overfed him this morning. So his tummy's hurting a little bit. But, you know, he's a puppy. He gets excited. But anyway, so I hung out with Jacques. And we decided to go for dinner at Zinke, which is like one of my go-to spots here in downtown. Um, because it's like, it's chill. It's not pretentious. They have like a Zinke in West Hollywood. But I don't love... I mean, that one's fine. I like that one. I used to go all the time when I worked in West Hollywood. But it's a little too pretentious um but i feel like everything in west hollywood is pretentious whereas the zinke here in downtown it's a little more chill it's down to earth where it's right next to the ace hotel so i feel like it's a lot of like people that are traveling that are coming and you know they want something else to eat that's right next door it's also right next to the ace theater which is where a lot of people do like their live shows stassi's tour is going to be there so it's a great spot i love zinke i can always get a table there the food is good the fries are perfection their mayo sauce i don't know if it's mayo or what kind of sauce this is but it, it is delicious their fries are thin their fries are crispy like just the best i'm like raving about them and i'm not even getting paid but anyway Jacques and I went, we had drinks at Zinke, and then we wanted to keep the night going. So I ended up taking him to Broken Shaker, which is the rooftop bar at the Freehand Hotel. So a few blocks down, we were going to go to this new Mexican restaurant that they opened, but they were like closed. And I was like, well, that's stupid. But it was also a Sunday night. So we went to Broken Shaker and we met this like interesting dude there. So Jacques funny because he like kept everywhere we went, he kept asking for Malibu. And I'm like, what are you 22 years old in college? Are you 19 illegally drinking? Like who the fuck? Why are you drinking Malibu? Like that's gross. Like grow up. And so he couldn't find Malibu because nobody like only liquor stores have Malibu and like your mom's shelf, you know, your mom's liquor cabinet has Malibu. But other than that, like they don't have Malibu out at restaurants. Do they? I've never ordered Malibu. So I don't, I don't really know. But so they kept like offering and also like we're in L.A. Like they have like the fancier version of Malibu, which is a rum for people that don't know what Malibu is. It's like a a sweet and like coconut rum. Right. So anyway, we go there and we're getting our drinks, whatever. And then there's this dude. Right. And he decent guy. I would have guessed maybe like 36, 37. I think he was like 37. Um I wouldn't say he was broy, but like he was wearing a suit that was like two times too big, like an oversized baggy suit. Um, I would have guessed maybe he was like five eight, five nine, had a bit of a beard, you know, like just like your average, like I don't know, your uncle from like I don't know Minnesota, whatever. So he was a straight dude. And so he ended up revealing to me that he's not straight. He's bi or curious. He's like open to the vibe. Whatever the vibe brings him, he's down for. So then Jacques tries to hook me up with him, right? And Jacques's like, okay, I'm going to be a good wingman. And I will say this. Jacques is a great wingman. And like if you ever want to go out and get laid, like Jacques is the one you want to go with. So only to find out that, like, I think he was, like, some sort of con artist or something. Um, he told us that he was staying at the hotel, which is the freehand. Um, and, listen, people stay there on business all the time. 
and but it was weird because he had his laptop with him and his backpack and he was telling us about his latest project which is why he's in town and his latest project which he thinks is going to be like a mega money maker right it's a fashion line that was designed by a woman that's blind, which I mean, I'm not trying to diss anything or be disrespectful in any way, but I was just like, I found that interesting. I mean, it's a very interesting concept, right? Like a fashion designer that's blind, that's designing clothes, fashion. I mean, there was an element too where he was like, it's about the textures and the style and I don't really know, but it's, it's just, it's not something you hear every day. It's a different sort of vibe, right? A fashion line designed by someone that's blind. I mean, good for her. She's living her life. She's living her dreams. And like, you know, get it, girl. But like, it was just interesting that this guy's like, this is my big moneymaker that's coming, right? So he's here to like help sell it, develop it. I don't really know. But he said he'll be back in a few weeks or months. He said he'll be back soon because he has to do LA Fashion Week. And I'm just like, who the fuck does LA Fashion Week? Like, LA Fashion Week is not a real thing. It's like a thing for, like, people that go to school at Fitham and they, like, want to have a Fashion Week. It's not New York Fashion Week. It's not Paris Fashion Week. It's not even close. It's literally, like, LA Fashion Week is, like, not a real thing. Like, sorry to anybody that's in fashion, but, like, if you're in fashion and you're taking LA Fashion Week seriously, then you're not really in fashion. I'm not in fashion and I know LA Fashion Week is not a thing. Anyway, so it started by this guy first. Uh, he So we were sitting by the pool on these lounge chairs, right? And Jacques and I are each on a chair and then they're like a good two lounge chairs and a table in between us and this guy, right? And so he he first like, you know, leans over towards us and he's like, you don't mind if I smoke a joint, right? Even though like, he was far, far enough away from us, like, and we're outside on a rooftop. Like, there was no way his joint was going to, like, penetrate our area. You know what I mean? Even though he probably wanted to penetrate all of our areas, our back area specifically, or the front, you know, up top area, you know, the rooftop up here. So immediately I read it as, like, oh, he wants to talk to us. And Jock's like, no, we're fine. And we're like, no, we're fine. And then he's like, oh, okay. And he, like, you know, whatever. So... I'm like, you know what? I think he wants to talk to us. And we kind of like didn't open the door for him. And Jacques's like, oh, is that what he was doing? I was like, yeah. I was like, here, let me get us a second run of drinks. And on the way back, I'll be like, oh, what happened to the joint? Why aren't you smoking? I was like, I'll finagle him over, which I did. I got us another round of drinks. And then on my way back from the bar, walking back to our seats, I was like, oh, um, I was like, what what happened to your joint? You said you were going to light up. And I was expecting to get secondhand high. And he was like, oh, really? Ha, ha, ha. You smoke? And I lied. I was like, yeah, whatever. But I also, like, there was no way I was going to get secondhand. He was too far for us to, like, even smell it, really, you know? So he um, he ends up, I invite him to come and sit by us. I said, yeah, come sit by us, whatever. So he comes and sits by us. And now that we've broken the ice, like, he's a little more comfortable talking to us. And then he shows us his work and the photos that his photographer shot about this blind woman. And she's modeling her fashion line. And he doesn't like the photos because they're ill-fitting on her. And I'm like, well, she can't see. Like, somebody needs to help her. Like, you know, and you, your clothes don't fit so well either, sir. Like, somebody needs to save this fashion. Like, call Bethany Frankel. This is a crisis, right? So, He's showing us the photos and like cute, you know, I didn't really get the concept, but I also, I also get that like he was focused on, he kept talking about like the texture of the clothes and like some of them have like embellishments on them and some of them have like more silky material. So it's more about the comfort, but it's high fashion. 
I didn't get the concept. It was interesting. But then he tells us that he has a daughter randomly, like out of nowhere. I don't remember how that came up. Maybe Jacques does. But he tells us he has a daughter, and but he's like not really involved in the daughter's life, but he has a trust fund for his daughter. And the daughter, the trust fund is $200,000, and it's set for college. And he's like, but I don't think she's going to go to college. And then Jacques's like, well, then take the money out. Why are you going to give her money to go to college if she isn't even going to go to college? And he's like, oh, it's okay. I don't need the money. I inherited that 200000 and I just gave it to her because she's my daughter. She's my daughter. But... He considers it a business loss, and he's like, that money doesn't even exist anymore. Now it's just out of my head and into the trust fund, right? But then Jacques goes and gets us another drink, and that's when, you know, when Jacques left, that's when he ended up revealing to me that he's actually bi. I probably asked him something, and he was like, well, I guess I'm kind of bi. And I was like, oh, what does that mean? And he's just like, you know, I'm open to anything. I'm open to anyone. I'm open to possibilities. And that means, like, I'm low-key gay, and I like you know, sucking dick. And so I was like, okay, he wants a threesome, right? That's clearly why he wanted to get us high so that we could take him to our room and then just have our way with him. So we end up smoking a joint with him. I fake smoked a joint because I don't really like smoking joints. I'm not much of a smoker. So I like pretended to kind of smoke. And then I think at one point I took like a teeny tiny little puff because I just, I also don't like the headache you get when you're having cocktails and then you're doing the, the, the smoking. Like I just, I'm not a big weed person at all. Um, and I just, it always comes with a headache and I think Jacques was feeling it this morning. But, uh, anyway, so I was waiting for him to invite us to his hotel room because he said that he was staying there. Right. And like, why else would you be on business? Just like having a random drink at the broken shaker. He kind of seemed like his spot was the golden gopher. Right. I think that's what it was called. And that's more of like a dive bar across the street. And so. I wasn't going to bring him over to my place, even though I lived, you know, not far from, I live here in downtown. I'm not far from there, but I was just like, I'm not, I wasn't interested in having sex. Like I was literally like, I'll make out with you, but like, I don't want, I didn't say that to him, but in my head, I was, you know, I'm, I'm like Schwartzy. I'm a make out whore. Okay. And I haven't had an orgasm in like two weeks. Right. I've just, I've been busy between the tour and the podcast and the, the puppy. It's been, it's been a minute that I haven't even had time to tend to myself in that way. Okay. So I wasn't about to give him the full volcano because I was like you're cute but like you're no North Dakota cute which is where I think he's from I think he's from North Dakota I don't think it's South Dakota I think it's North one of the one of the states that has the north and the south he's from one of those and it's the north one and I kept saying south and it and it was north and he and Jock kept correcting me but anyway like he's not worth wasting you know a two-week orgasm on like somebody like he just he didn't look like he really knew what he was doing and he looked like he was going to come too fast and it was just and I also just I'm not physically mentally emotionally in the place to like have sex especially not that night I feel like I'm just not sexy right now like I have Invisalign and I have a puppy and I feel like I smell like dog 24 7 and like you know it's just and I'm tired and yeah a, a bitch is tired Anyway, so Jacques tries to wingman and tries to like finagle it and push me, you know, more towards him and help set that up. And again, a great wingman. But then eventually Jacques's like, all right, I'm going to head out. And so he ends up piecing out. Um, And I was kind of like, all right, if this guy isn't inviting me over to his room, then like I'm bouncing. Like I don't, you know, I'm not going to be that hoe that's like making out in front of everybody at the pool. Right. So. Then he says something like, oh, well, you know, I'll be back up here tonight. And I thought that, that was like kind of weird because I'm like, well, you're staying here. Like, OK, I thought, well, like, oh, maybe he's free tonight as, or tomorrow night as well. And so I was like, OK, but I wasn't really looking to I wouldn't be able to do anything tomorrow night, which would have been Monday night, because one who goes out on a Monday, who goes on a, 
a, a date, a sex date. I don't know, anything on a Monday night, right? And then Skywalker was staying with my mom for the night so I can go out with Jacques and hang out and, like, have fun and, like, you know, not have to worry about, like, potty training or anything. And so I wasn't going to be able to do anything on Monday because I only had Sunday night off and I was really preferring to sleep. But whatever. Had one night off can't really invite dudes over when you have like a little puppy that's potty training and like on a schedule, right? Unless it's like, okay, we got this time to this time. We're going to make this happen. You have to be here at this time and you have to be out at this time because we have to go on a potty break. Long story short, this guy wasn't really making any moves the way I was expecting him to. And so I ended up telling him like, all right, well, I'm going to head out too. And so I ended up leaving and then I exit the scene and I was waiting for him to chase after me. And so I ended up running into Jacques outside because I'd only left a couple minutes after Jacques because I was like, okay, he's not really doing anything. And I think he wanted a threesome more than he wanted just me. So I ended up running into Jacques outside while he's waiting for his Uber. And he's like, what's going on? I'm like, I don't know. him, so I'm like briefing him because he was like fully expecting me to get late. And he thought he did like a good job. And I was like, thanks. Um, But so then suddenly the dude ends up walking out, maybe like a good full 60 seconds after I walk out and I'm talking to Jacques and then the guy walks out and we're like he's leaving but he also left with his big giant backpack and I was like oh he has his backpack and his laptop and I'm like okay so he clearly lied to us about staying at the hotel because why one why do you have your backpack and your laptop up in the evening on the roof like if anything you can take like a little briefcase or something but it was like a big backpack that like had his clothes in it clearly right I don't know it was a big backpack and so Clearly, he was lying to us about staying at the freehand. And then I realized, oh, he's probably some sort of like grifter or something, right? And I was like, mm, straight dude, con artist, thinking that he can cash in on like some free drinks and find a place to crash by hitting up a couple of gay dudes. You know, I'm sure he didn't mind if he got his dick wet either, but like neither of us were looking to take him home. And I think he was expecting, you just, you see this happen in LA a lot. These guys come here, they really just want a place to crash and get their dick wet. And they don't care how they do that. And they know that if they're straight-ish and they hit on the gay dudes, that they're going to buy them drinks because they're trying to take them home because they're trying to sway the straight guy. It's a whole thing, right? But the night was just bizarre. And he was bizarre. And like I said, he didn't look homeless because he had like a suit and stuff on. But he was just like one. He was a grifter, you know, more of a grifter than a, a, a broke bloke, so to put it. So... He ain't getting rich off of that fashion line. I'll tell you that right now. It's a cute concept, but like, I don't know. It was, it was an odd night. Um, and sadly, nobody got laid. All we got was a hangover for Jacques. <laughs> and I got a good night's rest. And then my mom dropped off Sky at like 8.30 this morning. I'm like, oh, I was actually hoping to have a bit more of a morning, but I had a good morning. I was up right at 4.57 on the dot. And then I was like, all right, I guess we're up. And so I got a little workout in. I got some work done. It was good. It was Culture, society, on every street and around every bend lies a world positively overflowing with both. But sometimes we can all use a night in, removed from the endless spiral of chaos and absolute nonsense that waits outside our doors. And for those nights, there's Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery. With Drizzly, you can shop local stores and compare prices on the biggest selection of beer, wine, and spirits. Then get your favorite drinks delivered to your door in under 60 minutes. All from the comfort of your couch. Because society is great, but it doesn't have your couch. And it's windy out. And you forgot your jacket. And oh my god, would you look at the line at that place? Are you serious? I... (sighs) 
So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com today. Good job. Now this guy's taking a nap with his poor little tummy hurting. But that's my life update from the weekend. Hopefully that wasn't too boring for you because I actually wish I had a photo that I could show you guys because he's like the kind of guy that's like, oh, you know, when you're kind of drunk on a Sunday night and you're like, oh, he's cute. Like, sure. You know, I like to do charity. You know, I like to throw a dog a bone. But he, I mean, he's not like the one that you're like active, like the hot guy at the bar that's like tall and slick. And like, he wasn't that, but like he would have been fun for a night. But again, I wasn't going to waste the volcano on him. He looked like his name was like Timothy, Simon, you know, he was just like an average white dude, a little bit of a dad bod, not too tall, had an ill-fitting, you know, you know the type, like I, I you can probably, whatever you're picturing in your head is exactly what, you know, Simon Scotty looked like. But yeah, speaking of people that need some help, Raquel Levis has officially checked herself into an Arizona facility for her mental health. In a new exclusive statement to People, the statement reads, Raquel and her family decided before the relationship was discovered that she would enter a voluntary facility for mental health counseling. She was scheduled to go pre-reunion, but then decided that she wanted to finish her filming commitment. Yeah, she wanted her paycheck. Bravo and production were aware and in support of her journey towards better mental health. Well, some insiders, some of the internet salutes, just revealed that She's not staying at, like, a, a mental health facility necessarily. She's apparently seeking mental health counseling at a spa and resort called Miraval. Okay? But her rep did clarify it's not a rehab. Got it. Cool. Not a rehab. Also not really a mental health counseling center. It's a spa. Right? Their website, Miraval. Their website reads, luxurious accommodations, all gourmet meals, spa services, inclusive packages, and more. Serene space of discovery and quiet reflection awaits at Miraval. They have a number of specialists on hand, too, that can help Raquel. They have an astrologer. They have a clairvoyant. They have a sleep and dream specialist. You know, in in case she has dreams about Tom, they're going to dissect them. They have a beekeeper on hand. They have a spiritual jewelry and crystal educator. Like, she's going to come out of here fresh with a jade egg up her hoo-ha, and it's going to be cleansed, baby. Cleansed. Sandoval's going to have fresh cooch. So this week, they have, I looked at their events calendar, and they have a hike scheduled. They have a quantum leap scheduled. They have inner nature work that they're going to be doing. They even have a Zumba class. So workout's going to be shake, shake, a shake, shake, shake it off. Shake it off. They also have some art therapy. So, you know, Raquel can go and make some macaroni art for Sandoval to hang on the fridge. They also have cardio drumming, so her arms are going to be real fit by the time she leaves. She's going to come out of here like a whole new woman. Listen, is it like intensive therapy? Not quite. Is it kind of sort of still like, you know, mental health focused? Sure. It's a little woo-woo. There's lots of yoga and meditation and movement. So, like, yeah, that's good for your mental health, sure. But, like, I just feel like she should be focused on doing some more, like, intensive therapy, right? This doesn't appear to be the place to be doing intensive therapy to work on your mental health. It seems like a place where you go to, like, get a reprieve, to get a break. You know, let me, like, recalibrate. 
It's a spa and resort. You go and you get a massage. You do a little meditation. You, you know, write some intentions on a piece of paper and light it up in the fire and howl at the wolves. I don't know. She's hungry like the wolf and she's about to steal your man. It's great for clearing your head and taking a little vacation, but I think that this was sold to the media more as like, you know, she needs to take care of her mental health right now because things are really hard and challenging. She's on the verge of a 5150. But in actuality, like this is more of like, I'm an influencer and I need like a social media detox, guys. I'm going to take like the next three days off. So if you don't hear from me, just know I'm on a social media detox. Sandoval's not with her. Um, He was apparently at some... NAMM show, N-A-M-M show in Anaheim uh, at the convention center, which is, I guess, like some music event, some music expo or something. Billy Lee was also spotted out with Scandaval. So I guess we know what side she's taken. And it's not the side that disinvited her to girls night. Remember that whole debacle? Billy Lee knows where her bread is buttered. and It's with Scandaval. Whatever. Speaking of people that are thriving, though, Ariana Maddox is living her best life. She was at Coachella, and she was spotted with the new mystery man, but now the man's no longer a mystery because we found him on Instagram because they're all over Instagram together, and they were spotted making out. His name is Danny Y, W-A-I. Oh, sorry, Daniel Y. Daniel Y. And I'm just like, why, girl? It's too soon. But so they were spotted dancing and getting getting frisky up in Coachella. He's a fitness coach. Unclear how they know each other or how they were introduced. But listen, I'm like, get a girl. She's living her best life. He's a cutie. He's got a great body. Um, and like, why not let her live her life? Why not let her have some fun? Let's have some fun. This beat is sick. Let her take a ride on this disco stick. Right? You get it, Danny boy. She's living her best life right now. I don't think that this is serious. I don't think that this is really going to go anywhere. But if she can get, you know, some quick fun and live it up and, like, take her mind off of Sandoval, great. Miami girl said he's only four and a half inches. So maybe Daniel has a little bit more to work with. And maybe that's just what she needs. So you know what, Ariana? Get it. Get that Y. Y to Z. Okay, then we have... Another report that came out by TMZ. And so according to TMZ, Tom and Raquel had secret code names for each other that they would have in their phones to help conceal their affair. So Tom apparently had Raquel listed in his phone as Jamie, which I think is kind of weird. Like this really makes it seem like this was a full blown like love affair if they're trying to conceal it and do secret stuff and like have secret code names and she's Jamie. I mean, she looks kind of like a Jamie. I'm not going to lie. Unclear what her name for Sandoval was. Maybe it was scum, but who knows? I would put money on the fact that it was scum, but, or it, it could just knowing her in her phone, she had him listed as my best friend's man, you know, cause that's what she did. She banged her best friend's man. Listen, I think that the lengths that they went through showed that this was like a really deep, well thought out affair that was not so. We were just friends that fell in love and we had a night that we connected underneath the stars. And, you know, there were meteors flying while we were making out in the backyard in front of the fireplace. Bullshit. I think that they are just gross. Gross, gross, gross. And the fact that they continue to like 
spread their grossness. They just suck up each other's awesomeness all day. No, thank you. But Sandoval is on, um, he's on tour right now with Tom Sandoval and the most extras. And I'm very curious to see how it goes. Because apparently the last couple of shows, he wasn't very well embraced. But people, I guess, are buying tickets to his shows. So, Ooh. good luck, Scandy. Okay, um, what else do we have in reality TV news? Courtney and Travis have released their new Hulu special, Courtney and Travis Till Death Do Us Part, which is their wedding special, where it features all three of their weddings. So there's a full recap of it that I did for Spotify on the Ring of Reality TV podcast. So you can got you guys can listen to like our full, like over an hour we gave you a, an in-depth recap of it with our thoughts, feelings, and vibes. But Courtney since come out and she said that this was all of their personal footage and that they decided to hand it over to Hulu after the fact, which is kind of what I assumed when we taped for The Ringer. And I was telling Amelia, I'm like, this kind of just feels like it feels very last minute. Um, It's interesting that there's like no real like footage that was taped by Hulu. It's all like personal iPhone footage. And she said that like most of their wedding was taped on their iPhone footage because she wanted to make it documentary style. She wanted to, um, you know, make it feel very, to me, it felt very YouTube vlog that was a little too long. It's cute, right? I think if it were like 45 minutes, it would have been perfect, but it's like over an hour that I'm like, it's not terrible and there are really good cute endearing fun moments in it but it's also just like a little too long you know like a vlog doesn't need to be over an hour like 40 minutes is great even 20 minutes is like stellar exceptional long enough right but she said that they even did like in studio interviews and they cut them because it just wasn't on brand for her and she just wasn't feeling it and they turned down production filming the actual wedding at the last minute because she's like I don't want it filmed for the show this is ours and she wasn't going to give any of it to the show anyway and now here we are she decided you know what I need to share this with the world this is our love story so they have like this really weird interview bit with her and Travis and they're on they're in the bed and it's in black and white and it's not the best um there's so many different ways. She's happy with it and she loves it, right? But it sounds like they wanted to do it, but on their terms and like, cool, cute. And for the right paycheck, good for them. Not raving about it. But it does have really cute moments. Like if you're watching it with like some wine and maybe some popcorn, and you're like half paying attention, you might be a little bored. But like the end of it really does shine. And the beginning where they have the Elvis wedding that they did in Vegas and it's all their iPhone footage. That was also kind of entertaining. But there's a lot of like fluff in the middle in the middle that's just not really necessary. Then Netflix was in some hot water over the weekend because I guess Love is Blind, um, well it's now become Love is Delayed and Love is pissing people off because they were supposed to do a live reunion for their fourth season's reunion. Love is Blind is hosted by Nick Lachey and his wife Vanessa, and it's interesting because. Netflix is really trying to push these live streams, right? They did Chris Rock when he did his comedy special and that was streamed live. And so now they wanted to do this reunion live. And I didn't think it was necessary to do the reunion live. I also think it's really challenging when you do live reunions because you never know what you're going to get. A reunion is always, you know, likely to be very spicy. But so they were supposed to air it live at 8 Eastern on Netflix and I guess it was delayed and it was pushed back until like after nine ish and people were like so mad about it 
I was just like, why are people like so up in arms on Twitter about it airing like an hour late? Some people are like, oh, it's cutting into succession and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, it's not like it was a, you know, live only broadcast. Like you were always going to be able to watch it after the fact anyway. Like who even watches live TV anymore? Even if you're watching something live, you want to fast forward through the commercials. So you like pause it and like go and take care of your stuff so you can fast forward through the commercials. Like nobody watches live TV anymore. Like that's like archaic. Like your grandpa used to watch live TV. We watch streams. We watch DVR. We watch, you know, archived. I don't know. What do we call it? Saved in the archive? I don't know. But it's not live. And that's okay. It's funny because even Bravo chimed in and they're like, we would never keep you waiting for a reunion. And I was like, oh, you go Bravo with the shade. But I don't know. For me, I'm not big on live TV because I like to sleep early. So I usually just watch whatever aired last night the next morning. Um, But like it didn't air more than two hours late. Like I just I didn't understand what the hype about this. And you can literally watch it anytime. Like live television, live events, all that stuff. Like there are naturally going to be delays that always kind of happens. I don't get why people are so worked up about this. But also on that same note, like should I start recapping Love is Blind? Are we interested? I feel like so many people are talking about the new season. I loved season one. Season two was fine. I skipped season three altogether. But everyone keeps talking about season four. Maybe it's too late to recap season four because I feel like at this point, like the the ship has sailed. It's already over. We had the live reunion. That would have been fun to like watch and recap in real time, I guess. But I guess not. I don't know. Let me know if you want me to recap Love is Blind. Love is blind, love is blurry, love is all the things that we love. All right, guys, thank you for listening to Hashtag No Filts with Zach Peter. That's me. You can always give me a follow at Just Plain Zach. Follow the podcast at No Filts with Zach and get your tickets to No Filter Night Out. We have a No Filter Night Out with the Brav Bros, April 27th in Philly. I can't wait to come to Philly. It's my first time on in Philly. Um, and then this June, I'm doing No Filter, a No Filter Night Out, my Dirty 30 with Lala Kent and some very other special guests. So stay tuned for those announcements. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Get your tickets at nofilterlive.com. And when you do, screenshot it and post it to your story and tag me. That way I can repost and be like, yeah, you awesome. But if you did, let me know that you got your tickets so I can give you a shout out and show you my love, my appreciation, my gratitude. Can't wait to hang with you guys in Philly. Can't wait to get lit with you guys for my 30th birthday in L.A. Can't wait to have brunch the next morning. We're going to have Bloody Marys and mimosas and it's going to be a good time. So I will talk to you later. I love you. I appreciate you. Have a wonderful day and I will be filling you up with content soon. All right. Love you. Mean it. Bye, guys. Bye, 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 bye.